We are beginning Siman Kuf Pei which are details about the actual text, the words of Birkat Amazon. And I'm not going to go through each and every one because most of them are, don't say the following. And in fact, you probably never thought to say the following. But they do appear, there are all these phrases that appear in various uh, Sidurim throughout the generations, trying to get to the right text. So generally speaking, in the modern uh, Sephardic Sidurim, they generally, almost, are all identical in terms of the text. But what's fascinating is the amount of detail and arguments that go into each and every word. It's not just... it. Lo- Birkatamazon is long. And nonetheless, each and every word is well thought out. It's just something to take a step back and realize each and every word is thought out. I'll, I'll, I'll focus on some highlights that I think we can even we can glean from even without seeing the text inside. So the first is, at the end of the Zimun, at the end of the Zimun, so we, right? we do not say There's no reason to say between the Zimun and Birkat Amazon. That does appear uh, by Yashka. They seem to do it. And it does appear in some Sidurim. Right? So that's not appropriate. And that's actually a mistake. Because now you're interrupting between the Zimun and Birkat Amazon. That's definitely uh, something that shouldn't be said. At the end of the first bracha. So the Gemara talks about who wrote each bracha. We said that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the first bracha. Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the first bracha when the man fell. He was so grateful for the man. Hazanet Akol, he's thanking Hashem for food. He wrote the first bracha. Yehoshua wrote the second. And um, David and Shlomo wrote the third. So if Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the first bracha, it's funny, in all Sephardic Sidurim it says, Ka'amur potechat yadecha maspil That's a pasuk from Ashreyosh Mevetecha, which is in Tehilim. The paragraph of Tehilim begins with, Tehila le David. Meaning, David HaMelech wrote this particular chapter of Tehillim. So how could the bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote say, oh, like it says in Tehillim, which is only going to be written, I don't know, 400 something years later. How could Moshe Rabbeinu say, ah, yeah, just like that that pasuk, kamur, like it says. No. When Moshe Rabbeinu was writing it, it didn't say. It says nowhere. Tehillim wasn't written. So the Mabit in the Beit Elohim, the Mabit was one of the members of uh, Rabbi Yosef Karo's Beit in, in Tzvat. So he says, no, you have to understand, Tehillim didn't exist. What did Jews pray until David HaMelech came along? He says, first of all, these ideas existed. The fact that Hashem Hashem gives everybody what he needs, you didn't need, I mean, David HaMelech, not knocking David HaMelech at all, but you don't need David HaMelech to introduce the concept. We knew that. We knew that. You're right, it wasn't the Pasuk. And he says, and some of these Pasukim were floating around. People used to say them. David HaMelech formalized it into Tehillim. So he says, yeah, until David HaMelech came, it didn't say Ka'amur. It said, The idea, Kadosh Baruch Hu gives to each and every person, it didn't say like it says. But after David HaMelech wrote the Tehillim, now we added in the word uh, Ka'amur. But we know that this Pasuk is... Or, but it didn't say. Oh, but that's... Uh, we usually say Ka'amur. We say Ka'amur also by V'achal Tavasavat V'arachta. But even there we say Ka'amur. But we say Kamur in both. Okay. Okay. Uh, but we we know this pasuk is fundamental. We include it in Berakat Amazon. The Arizal included it. The Rashash included it. It's fundamental. We focus on it during Ashray Also, uh, it's something that should not be skipped. And the um, Mabit gives the justification that it's included.